2023 self-directed IRA RMD rules you need to know. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial, and welcome to another episode of Ad Bits. Got a great episode for you. Finally going to tackle how the new self-directed IRA RMD rules work, because there's a big, big change thanks to the Secure Act 2.0, uh, which was signed into law late December 2022 by President Biden. So I'm going to talk about Secure Act 2.0, talk about the new RMD age, and then talk about what are the rules that actually apply, and then ultimately bring in the Secure Act 1 and IRS Treasury regulations, and then kind of conclude with the premise that we're actually are still where we were in 2019, other than a few changes because the IRS just can't get there act together. So new rule, starting in January 1, 2023, thanks to the Secure Act 2.0, which is part of the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill, which uh, was signed into law by President Biden by in the end of December 2022. And it raised the requirement of distribution age to 73 years old. The old rule was 72. And that started in 2020, thanks to Secure Act 1.0, which was passed December 2019. And ultimately, the RMDH will go all the way from 73 to 75 in beginning in January 1, 2033. So we're going to be at 73 until another 10 years. And then 2033, we're going to go to 75 years old for RMD. So what's an RMD? An RMD is a requirement of distribution where you basically have to take up out as a distribution a little bit each year. Um, you can always take out more, but you have to take out the minimum. They are treated as taxable income. Okay, so it's added to your tax return as ordinary income. Now, Roth IRAs do not have RMDs. Roth 401ks do not have RMDs anymore, thanks to Secure Act 2.0. What has RMDs? It's really pre-tax accounts, pre-tax IRAs, SEPs, SIMPLES, 401ks, 403bs, 457s. Um, they have RMDs. Now, if you pass away before 73 years old and the IRAs, and you have a spouse, surviving spouse, the spouse would put the IRA into his or her name, and as so long as they're under the age of 73, there would not be any RMDs, right? When you leave an IRA to a surviving spouse, the surviving spouse can just put the IRA into their name. Now, the complexity arises when there's a non-spousal beneficiary, which we'll get to in a few minutes, what happens with that? And um, the IRS is still trying to figure that out. <laughs> so we actually are where we were in 2019, the same rules apply today, even though they put out Secure Act 1, they put out Treasury regulations, but they confused the heck out of everyone and tried to take a simple formula of like 10 years to pull the money out and made it a mess. So I'll get to that in a minute. But right now, what are the RMD rules? So again, if you're over the age of 73, um, whether it's your IRA, your spouse's IRA, or a non-spousal's IRA, there are formulas. And generally, if you are if you are unmarried, okay, you're going to have to use the uniform life table. If you are um, single, you have the table one single life expectancy. And if you are an owner whose spouses are more than ten years younger, use the joint and life survivor expectancy. Now. The uniform life, I said, if you're unmarried or if you have a spouse that is less than 10 years younger than you, so five years younger than you, for example, you'll use the uniform life table. And that essentially is about 3% each year. And the percentage widens as you get older. 
Because the idea of the RMD is that the IRS doesn't want the IRA passing on from generation to generation. They basically just want to limit it to say, hey, we're going to allow you to grow this IRA. It's not subject to tax. It can benefit deferral, compounded returns. We gave you a tax deduction for it. But at some point, we need that money back, right? That's how the game works. We gave you this tax deduction benefit. We let you accumulate all this money in your IRA without tax. But at some point, the gig's up. We want that money back. And that's how the RMD regime works, is you got to take a required distribution each year, approximately 3% or so. And then ultimately, you or your heirs will, will deplete um, that IRA. So as I mentioned, the SECURE Act 1.0, which was passed in 2019, they basically want to, they eliminated the stretch IRA. And the way the stretch IRA works is if you leave your IRA to a non-spouse, they're able to stretch it over the youngest beneficiary's life, which allowed that IRA to grow for a longer period of time, which was what we all wanted. They got rid of that to pay for some other provisions. And basically, they put this 10-year rule in. Basically, everyone's got 10 years to take the money out. Okay, Even if you have a Roth IRA, you don't have to pay tax on it. But if you're over 73, we don't want this thing going on forever. So once it goes to a non-spouse, you got 10 years to deplete it. Okay. The question was, was it a pro rata? Was it a little bit every year? Was everything at the end? And the treasury regulations just sought comment from the public and confused the heck out of everyone because it's still unclear. It's a number of pages in these treasury regulations and they're still not sure what to do. And the confusion again is if someone dies before the age of 73 or after the age of 73, should the 10 years be pro rata formula or should you have the right to just take it anytime you want within 10 years? Now, if I was the IRS, they wanted to keep this simple. They got rid of the stretch IRA. All they need to do is this. Okay, if they receive an IRA from a non-spouse, you have 10 years. Just pull it out within 10 years. That's all. I could have wrote that provision in like five lines. That's it. But no, they spent 30 pages on treasury regs. Uh, it's been out there almost a year and they still can't figure it out. Uh, which is just bonkers, right? They could have made the RMD regime super simple because again, who are paying RMDs? Most people are older, right? Um, or it's heirs to family members and people don't understand this stuff. They don't have the time. It's confusing. Why not make it easy and just say, okay, you're a non-spouse, receive an IRA. You have 10 years to pull it up, whether it's taxable or in a Roth tax-free. You got 10 years, just pull it up. Again, it would have been simple. Everyone would have been okay with it. Move on. But no, the IRS um, and Treasury just made a mess out of this thing. Um, could have been a, a mix, nice tossed salad, and they made it into a, a disaster. <laughs> and um, that's where we sit right now. So we're waiting on final regulations. So basically, the IRS said, hey, yeah, we know we put these rules out there and 10-year rules, but we haven't figured out what to do. So uh, just go back to the old formula, which is using the uniform table one or table two single life or joint life, um, we'll figure it out uh, as is. So technically, um, you still have those rules. You technically still stretch it out. Uh, but that's going to stop probably this year when they come up with final regulation. So uh, it's a really good example of when just governments just can't make things simple. It's when you put a bunch of lawyers and uh, bureaucrats in a room. They just can't keep it simple. They just don't understand that taxpayers don't have the time or effort to figure out this stuff and 
they're okay paying the tax and giving the money back, but just simplify their life. So again, my solution would be just do 10 years. Bang, you got rid of the stretch IRA, you win. Everyone's got 10 years to pull the money out and everyone's happy. Um, versus just doing different rules if someone dies before 73, over 73, what to do, who needs it? Um, so basically they've paused the um, Secure Act 1.0 rules, the 10 year rule that will probably be paused for 23. And I expect in 24, uh, the new regime, this 10 year rule, whatever they figure out will be in place. One other thing to mention, if you turn 73 in um, 2023, you have to take your first RMD April 1st, 2024, right? There's like a little quirky thing, your first year, but then, and after that, you have to take it by December 31. So if your IRA was, uh, let's say 100K in 2023, and you turn 73, you'd have to take a percentage out in April 1st, 70, 2024, and then going forward um, every year by December 31. Again, if it's a pre-tax IRA, taxable. If it's a Roth, it's not taxable, but it's generally should. The idea is it's going to be over a 10-year period where you have until the 10th year to pull it all out. It's not going to be pro rata. But we'll see what they figure out. If you pass away pre-73 or post-73, what that's going to be for a non-spouse uh, uh, heir. Because again, a spouse can just put the IRA in his or her name, and the IRA is just there. So the deceased spouse doesn't exist anymore. The IRAs in the surviving spouse's name, and then their birthday is going to control what happens to the IRA. So, hope I was able to make sense of this. It's crazy and bonkers that it's been uh, over three years and they still can't figure out how this 10 year rule works, which is ridiculous. Um, just again, really um, leaves a bad taste in your mouth about DC. On one hand, the Secure Act 1.0 and 2.0 were super successful, bipartisan support. They did a good job, some really good provisions which I spoke about on, on various videos, podcasts, and blogs, but to not figure out this 10-year rule on um, non-spousal inherited IRAs is like just ridiculous. Like I could write the regs in five, literally five minutes in five lines, it's stupid. Um, but that, that's me. So, <laughs> you know, uh, no one's giving me a call. If you know anyone uh, in the treasury uh, in the IRS that are writing the regs on this, tell them to call me. I can solve their problems in literally five minutes. Um, otherwise, that's it. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Um, I think it was a good one. Um, other than that, have a great day. This is a weekly podcast that drops every Tuesday, so don't miss it. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, IRA Financial, you'll be able to pick this up whenever you want. Also, obviously, you can just check it out wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search AdBits. And I also have two other podcasts. One that drops every Wednesday called Adam Talks. The other one that drops every Thursday called at mail, which goes through three of the best questions of the week on various self-directed retirement topics. So a lot of great content for you. Hope you guys enjoy it. Have a great, great day. And I hope to see everyone again next week. Ciao. Take care.